0: Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. We are all about tips, tricks, news, and information, and we have it all for you this week.
1: Now, on with the show.
0: I am joined, as ever, by the optimistic opulent titan, Parody, and the oppressively opulent hunter, Respawn. We've got to unmute him, apparently. Now, where are you today, Respawn. Okay. That's fine. Canada. Canada? Yeah.
1: Okay. We come to you live. We have operators standing by to take all of your Destiny calls and questions. <laughs> now, don't mute the phones now. Come on now. Oh, it, it, no, that r- was ruins, good
0: fun. Ruin, ruins the joke. <laughs> it sounds like he's running a call centre from his home.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, he's... Last I heard, he was up near Canada somewhere.
0: That's correct. You guys forget I built nine
2: one one, so I'm here in the nine one one dispatch center, trying to get ready to go.
0: That is so
1: cool. I don't forget. I just assume you don't do anything with your days. That's all.
0: No, yeah, we we just assume that you're you're around, ready to work, and do a podcast like us. We we don't work. We just do podcasts. No, not really. So should we should we start off? Because I'm guessing that he'll interrupt when he wants to interrupt. Why not? <laughs>
1: I'm just.
0: I'm, ho- uh, I'm hoping he's listening, sort of.
1: I'm just going through. I'm just looking through the, through the thing too because I was looking. I, I read the twab last night. and was looking at and see if also seeing if they had released any other stuff that they you know didn't tell us about. Here's the twab. Here's the twab. Oh, and here's six other you know pages we didn't tell you about. Shh, those are secrets. Yeah, can't have those yet.
0: I'll tell you what. I'll do the first bit and then you take us through the dates, and then we're kind of.
1: But we already looking. did the dates. We told the good people.
0: I know, but you, we've got to tell them again. There's good dates.
1: Now we can tell them again, and then tell them a third time, and then tell them for the ninth time, and then we'll tell them that we told them. I like it.
0: Okie dokie 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 This week at Bungie, apparently they're revealing Season of Opulence on the, um, what was it? It was the 4th of June again? It was. It was the 4th of June. June 4th, the 4th of June. Six four four six, depending how you write it. I I think we went over that, Um, but just in case people weren't aware, 4th of June, Season of Opulence goes live at the weekly reset. So, Bungie say, what began as a notion of secrets has evolved into a treasure hunt. On the journey of our creative process, we arrive at a new experience that is more about discovery than mystery. Callus has issued an Imperial Summons, and your invitation to plunder the vaults aboard his Leviathan has arrived. Season of Opulence does have secrets for you to discover. Destiny always does. So with this, I'm guessing that at some point they've changed tack on how, they, um, how the game evolved. And it may have been something that happened in the last season with the community feedback, or it could have been something that happened with Season of the Forge with community feedback. Because we were always led to believe that it was a season of mystery and there was always going to be these mysteries and these big mysteries were going to unravel and we're going to be going on these secret quests and things. And like they were saying, yes, there's always these mysteries and these quests in Destiny, like we had with like the Zero Hour that's just come up. But I feel that they've kind of suddenly had to change tactic and they're only telling us a week before because they, again, probably didn't want uproar about it. I mean, what do you think? Well,
1: it's sort of the same thing. You know, they had they had a plan laid out for a Drifter as well, and then sort of you know changed that up as the season went, or just as as we got closer to that season. So I'm wondering if maybe some of this, some of the mysteries and secrets they've rolled out to us already, or maybe there's you know they're not talking about them, but they're still there. They've got more stuff hidden for us. But you know, we were sort of talking about like before the show. This is sort of the end. You know, not the end of D two, but this is the you know, the final, final season of the season in the annual pass. And this is sort of where they have their big blowout event. You know, where we get our moments of triumph at the end and our Solstice of Heroes events. So, you know, this is going to be the big, it sort of makes sense for this to be a big loot grab yeah, instead of a lot of mystery. And again, not that there won't be mystery and stuff. I mean, we are going back to the Leviathan and God, God knows if you spend any time roaming around the Underbelly, there's plenty of secrets and mystery there, such as who's leading us, <laughs> where's the map, and why have we agreed to this? But there's got to be secrets under there as well. So anytime you step foot into the Leviathan, there's something waiting for you. We have to wait for someone to make a video to tell us how to do it.
0: (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's a good point that you you made there that the um, season of The Drifter changed from Joker's Wild, didn't it? Very subtly. They went, oh, it's it's not this, it's this. And uh, they've done, again, what they did with that season. They're suddenly changing it. It's not about mystery, it's more about you can go and plunder a vault. Okay, here's some stuff for you. It still sounds like it's going to be really good fun. Just less mystery than what we were originally led to presume was there.
1: Yeah, it should be all about the loot. If you want loot, we've got the loot for you. So starting June 4th, we're going to have some loot. So, since we've talked about June 4th, we we've v- briefly mentioned our calendar last week, but let's go over it again real quick since Bungie is, you know... Given us a full calendar again like they did with the last season of what to expect and when so we've got on june 4th you know we've got our crown of sorrow raid event dropping which remember you have to go do the quest in order to do the raid so go do your quest first whenever that drops get through that then you'll be raid ready or at least you know the game will make will deem you raid ready no one's truly raid ready then also on june 4th we're getting our menagerie event which is that you know the six-person match made activity we've been teased by and has been on the roadmap for a while so that's our event where you're going to get your chalice and upgrade that and then run around the Leviathan looting all the, all the vaults, which we'll talk about shortly here. And then on June 11th, right after that, we're going to have the a new menagerie boss and the truth quest will come back. So the truth from destiny one was an exotic rocket launcher with really, really nice tracking on it. As in, you could you're be nice. calling your so that shot stuff
2: will come out at a 90 degree angle and still get you.
1: There you go. It has, I believe they called it aggressive tracking and, uh, Calling that aggressive tracking is like calling Respawn a kind and gentle, sweet human being. It's not
2: Aww, quite the same so... thing. But... Wait. Something about that doesn't feel right. I feel like I should be insulted, but I don't know why, so.
1: It feels right. Just let it go. And then the week after that, on June 18th, we're getting a new, men- new menagerie boss again, and then we're getting an Iron Banner quest. So they yes. haven't gone into any detail yet, but I. I knew the moment that I read Iron Banner Quest, Night Demon would be all over that, Mr. 2500 kills and his Iron Burden. So, again, we're getting, you know, three menagerie bosses, it looks like. Because then on June 25th, we're getting the menagerie heroic mode. So, we've got a couple of menagerie bosses, which I assume will be a rotating thing. And then we've got our heroic mode to make the menagerie even harder. Then, July 2nd, we get our Lumina quest, which we've been, as we've speculated, because there's that one gun in all of our bejeweled and decked out weapons of opulence that looks very plain and very. You know, not very opulent, but that may be the one that, you know, you, you get it like the Husk of the Pit as a plain hand cannon, and then you do some things to upgrade it into this Lumina weapon. It looks like a weapon of sorrow
0: or maybe a weapon of hope. Yeah. So July 2nd, we'll get to figure out what that is. So I'll just, just explain what Husk of the Pit was for anybody that's just joined in Destiny 2. So in Destiny 1, there was a gray-looking auto-rifle that was very um hive orientated and it was a very fast firing, very uncontrollable weapon. And it dropped, I believe, around the time that we had Crota. was it the um
1: Yeah, it, it yeah, it was it was it was an all rifle They added it in the dark below expansion. That was it. And, for, and you and get it from killing the blade of Crota.
0: It was extremely rare drop and people were just dismantling it and getting rid of it and didn't think anything of it. But what it actually turned out to be is part of a quest to make uh, a weapon into this exotic weapon. So it went from the husk of the pit, and if you made, I think it was 200 kills of hive or something like that, you had to get, was it precision shots with it? It was something ridiculous that you had to do with this weapon, and it upgraded into the Adeon's ally, which was a legendary version of this weapon. It just kind of transformed into this this weapon, you then had to defeat Crota in the raid and hope and pray that this um, orb called the Crux of Crota dropped. And if you <laughs> got this Crux of Crota to drop, it would then be able to be put into the Adeon's Ally and it would transform it into the Necrochasm. Yep, that's correct, which was an exotic auto rifle, really fast firing. And I think, I believe the perk on it was if you got headshots kills with it, you you would create a thrall explosion, wouldn't you? And it would even give you the sound of the thrall explosion, even on Guardians that you were killing in the um, Crucible. Really good fun. And and towards the end of Destiny, they kind of buffed it even more. That was
2: like the fastest firing gun in Destiny 1 at the time, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was, because it was really uncontrollable. And that's why the perk was so ridiculous, because if you got the headshot, it would explode but getting that headshot with a weapon that was all over the damn map
0: <laughs> was a little difficult it was a similar archetype to doctrine of passing which was the trials auto rifle which was really fast firing and it suddenly found a niche in pvp and became really top of the meta and everybody wanted it and then people suddenly found that oh this necrochasm is very similar you know if you could control that recoil on it it was a beast to use so that's what we're speculating that this Luminar quest is that this grey hand cannon that's in the photographs for the in amongst all those bejeweled and bejazzled other weapons is this just plain hand cannon and we think that this is going to have to be upgraded in some way to become i think it's the rose hand cannon so yeah, hopefully, the rose or hopefully we the Luminar, we're or right
1: whatever they're calling it this season
0: yeah
2: Sorry, well, if you look at it that makes sense because if you look at the way the gun is made, it actually looks like a rose is blooming starting from the grip all the way to the end of the weapon. It looks like rose, rose petals, right? Yeah,
0: it's got the th- thorns so down the side, doesn't, doesn't
2: it? Yeah, it's got the thorns, but it's also made out of rose petals.
0: All right,
1: so July 2nd, that's when that quest kicks off for the Lumina, which, you know, maybe it may not be. We'll see. And then July 9th, we're going to get the, tri- the Tribute Hall and Moment of Triumph. So the Moments of Triumph event, for those who haven't been around in former Destinies and other seasons, is basically you'll get a nice little book to finish. And it'll be a whole bunch of things, you know, completed raids, do things in Vanguard, do things with Crucible. Bungie will basically pick out a whole bunch of things similar to Triumphs that they are saying, hey, once you do these things, you know we'll give you rewards of weapons or armor or gear. Or, you know, most of it's just sort of, it's it's a higher light level at the time, but it, it has never really gone on to... Be anything useful in the next season or the next game or anything. So it's you know, and it's nice that the moments of triumph is sort of your your big book that you sort of get to look back on of like your your yearbook of destiny. I don't know how to put it in a, I don't know if that's what the best way to describe it, but you know, it's like you don't have to go do things after the book comes out if you've already completed them. You get this moments of triumph book and you say, okay, I've done this one, this one, this one, this one, and you're you, know, you might be halfway there or or completely done basically with the stuff they want you to do. So that'll come with our tribute hall, July 9th and uh, July 30th, we get our Solstice of Heroes event, which looks like we're going to have some pretty armor again, and we're going to see what that turns into. Maybe we'll be going, maybe we'll be going back to the forest, because pe- the picture they have has what looks like you know little wings and feathers or something on these guardians. So we'll probably be getting some more gear that we can use for that event, and that event only, that we won't ever have to have again. And we'll be grinding for <laughs> for little shaders and ornaments for our armor that won't matter after that, but we'll look very pretty for those couple weeks or whatever it's going to be. Super so pretty. Yeah, so that's our roadmap taking us up from uh, June 4th to uh, July 30th. And then August is going to be a mystery. Something will happen in August that I'm sure Bungie will talk, talk, talk to us about next week at E3 and with the, you know, the stream and the event they have upcoming to tell us all the good details.
0: Shh, don't tell the people about that yet. We haven't got to that bit.
1: Oh, the people already know. The That's the mystery. Know. That's a
0: secret. No, it's a secret. No,
1: we just we it's just got secret. we just got done saying the secrets are done. Of- the oh, secrets are no, no, over. Have secrets. This is the secret of loot. This is the season of yeah. loot. We've we've dispelled all the secrets. This is all loot all the time. So the loot you're going to get is more information from Bungie. The secret is no longer that there's a there's a stream coming up. <laughs> it's all loot. No secrets.
0: Oh, okay. So do you want to choose? Do you want to do the choose wisely bit? Sure. We can choose wisely. So Callus would see you grow fat
1: from strength. During Season of Opulence, he will be granting players the Chalice of Opulence, which serves as the player's gateway to treasure, because we are all about the treasure this season. The players who emerge victorious in the Menagerie will use the chalice to serve up an offering of runes in exchange for weapons and gear they choose from the selection of items available. The treasure you find will be limited at first, but over time, you'll be able to upgrade the chalice to acquire more plentiful and powerful rewards. So basically, this is going to work where... June 4th, once the season drops, each player will claim their chalice at the start of the season through an introductory quest line. From there, it can be shared between different guardians on the same account. So thank you, Bungie, for not making us run the same quest three times to get the same reward. I appreciate that. It's a huge quality of life change I am very happy about, as I have still not completed opening all the forges on my second and third character, because why? (laughs) So, how does the chalice work?
2: Right, hey, can you guys hear me?
0: We can we hear you. Can. You're loud Okay,
1: Because
0: my, you're the my thing
2: just went through all kinds of ridiculousness right now. It's, it was, it's bonkers. All right. So apparently, once I stepped in the elevator and I lost signal, once I got the signal back, Discord started. You know what? I don't even know. But, but it's, it's been <laughs> sorted. Okay. We're good. Okay. All right. Just check it.
1: Okay. We fired those <sighs> men. We now have right. different top men working on the issue. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So how does our chalice work? Try to tell. So Bungie's posted a picture of it in the Twa, but looks, you know, you've got a chalice. There's a red gem, a purple gem, and a green gem. And we've got some rune, rune compatibility, some rune bonuses, and some power and efficiencies. And we're going to need to earn runes to put into this chalice. And we're going to do that by a number of things. It's basically play the game to complete these things. The first thing you can do is just completing weekly bounties, which I assume is any weekly bounty in any activity. So go play the game. Opening up the weekly chest on the new Nessus Barge. So we're gonna have a Nessus Barge, which you know people are speculating that's where this that's where the menagerie is gonna take place on this new barge on Nessus because it's not there now. I'm sure someone's glitched into it somewhere, but we have a new Nessus barge, so open your weekly chest on the barge. That's where you're gonna get some more runes. Opening a consumable that reward you a rune after a strike, crucible, or gambit completion. The same consumables will also give the other players in your fire team a chance to earn an additional rune. So similar to popping the crucible or vanguard tokens at the beginning of an event, it'll give you, you know, tokens afterwards. You can do the same thing to get a rune and get your friend's runes at the beginning of strikes, crucible, and gambit matches, which is nice. So if you play a bunch of gambit, you'll have another way to get these things that aren't just, you know, strikes and crucible. Alright, so once you've earned these runes from basically you know playing the game, you will slot the runes into your chalice before you enter the menagerie. So just like before you go into the reckoning, gotta put your little moat into the bank. Put your runes into your chalice, go into the menagerie, play the menagerie to earn your reward. Completing the menagerie will reward you the gear you choose with the rune selections. And each rune affects what you receive and some of its properties depending on how you slot them. So again, we've got these three different colored runes. There's a rune compatibility, there's a rune bonus. So it's going to be a mix and match until we sort of figure out, you know, what runes do you need to put into and what configuration to get different gear types different weapon types and you know how powerful those are going to be
2: it's a puzzle game to pick your rune, to pick your weapons yay
1: exactly so there, there's your mix and match so you're going to have your ms paint map that says okay you need two green runes and a blue rune in order to get your helmet now you need you know a red rune a green rune and a purple rune to get your boots or whatever it's going to be yeah it's a puzzle game to get loot like reese bond said
0: hmm. and it's also upgradable it is so apparently they say you will have a host of new triumphs and bounties to complete that will reward you a new currency called Imperials. Using these Imperials, you can upgrade your chalice to acquire a variety of perks with a wide range of effects, from giving you more powerful rewards per week to allowing you to choose the specific gun and masterwork stat that you get from the Menagerie. So it says you can earn these Imperials several ways, much like what parody explained of With your runes, you can complete weekly bounties. You can complete certain triumphs using special consumables that allow for imperial acquisitions. Chalice upgrade allows you to earn imperials through playlist activities. You can choose which upgrades you unlock first. You unlock additional rune slots to allow more control of an item specialization. You can upgrade it so you can earn more runes or more rune variety. And you can upgrade it to allow for additional powerful rewards from the menagerie so they give an example of how this is going to work well hold on just look
2: look, look. um so i wanted to know right because they say how it's upgradable and we're assuming let's say it starts off a blue gear and then you can upgrade it to get legendary gear or whatever right so it's upgradable when you upgrade it do you lose access to the previous weapons or does it stack like you can
1: still get blues. And it seems purples, like it's, it seems like it's because I mean, they're basically, you know, this is essentially like an end game activity. So I assume it's going to be, you know, this is going to stack and I don't think blues, I think we're going to start with purples. So, you know, it's going to have a, it did say basically you'll have a list of things to choose from sort of like the prismatic facet that they put in the game and then took out of the game where you'll say, Hey, you know, here, here's our selection of weapons and gear this week. Here's the things you can, you know, play the menagerie for. And then here's how you can f- configure Ooh. your chalice to get these certain things. And I assume those will rotate in and out, just so, like you know. So
2: maybe maybe it's not maybe it's not a rarity thing. Maybe it's like a, an access to different weapons thing. Like tier one, you only get access to hand cannons and auto rifles. Tier two, you get access to you know rocket launchers and you know snipers or whatever. Maybe it's maybe it's access to different weapon types because because upgradable to me initially says you know blue to purple to exotic, whatever, right? Yeah.
1: Or better perks.
2: What if it's just upgradable? Yeah, okay. Yeah, that too. What What
1: does upgradable translate to? Well, they haven't. Week gone, one you're yeah, gonna yeah, have you're gonna have mediocre yeah. gear week two. You'll have better gear. Yeah. yeah. I, I would love to see something where where you know, sort of like the husk of the pit quest and things, where where you start out with you know an auto rifle or a hand cannon. It, it's decent. It does some. It you know, does good damage and sort of similar to mass working. Say okay, I can do a you know a you know, a tier one menagerie. Get my tier one reward. Come back in a couple of weeks. Get my tier two and tier three menagerie and instead of getting a different freaking gun or a different armor piece, which I'm sure they're going to do like they did with Gambit, but give me the gun or the weapon or whatever that I can upgrade. I can say, you know, I can unlock maybe additional perks or specific perks to that event, or, you know, give me give me an armor piece that'll give me something particular to to the Menagerie as I make that, make that single piece of gear more powerful. But I'm sure it's just going to be different and stuff about, that they give us so we have more vault space to fill up.
2: And what about... What about exotics, right? Because most of the time a raid has an associated exotic with that raid. So, can we upgrade the chalice to specifically go after the exotic?
0: No, that's going to be a that.
2: chance.
1: If there are any exotics in there.
2: Because, like, well, I mean, okay, let's say, for example, we get an exotic uh, auto rifle, pulse rifle, right? Auto. rifle. Let's say we get an exotic auto rifle from the raid. Well, do you have to slot your chalice to get the best auto rifle possible? And it's actually a legendary auto rifle that you're slotting for, but you have the chance to get the exotic one. As an example,
0: question Again, mark. I don't know. Yeah, it's something they haven't actually come out and said. But what I like is this game. Well, this um, chalice is very similar to the um, reckoning with the um, little triangle things that you had to upgrade to upgrade your your armor, didn't you? I can't remember what they're called now, but if well, you played um, things, you're right. Little, of mode, modes of Dark? Yeah, those ones. The moats thing. <laughs> the, the little bank, moat bank thing that we had. So it's very similar to that, that you upgrade that by doing certain things, but you have to swap runes and you have to do the Imperials to upgrade it in different ways. So they've kind of learned how the Reckoning went and what the you know feedback they got from that, where people didn't want to kind of just go from green to blue to purple, they wanted it just to be legendary stuff and then just be able to roll or reroll legendary stuff through that or get what you wanted to get from just doing the um tier three rather than having to kind of or uh, actually more like the armor that you could get where you had to go through the illicit the um i can't remember yeah. the, the, you know the three different stages Elicit, of armor illicit
1: outlaw and notorious I think.
0: That was it. So rather than having to wait and get to the Notorious by going through all of them, you can go straight to the Notorious version on your chalice, but it's going to be a a basic standard version of, say, a weapon or something. This is what I'm getting from it. It's it's going to be that bog-standard version of that legendary weapon um, the first couple of weeks. And then over time, when you upgrade it, you can then roll or re-roll for masterworked items with handling, you know, reload speed, things like that for the different things. Do you, Are you guys getting the same kind of vibe from this or?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm definitely getting the go play the game to earn trinkets to bring back into this game type, you know, so sort of the same the same play loop we had with the game at Prime and the Reckoning, Yeah, which I was going to ask you guys, what do you think about that? Because I, I appreciate that it's, you know, it's not like tied to a single activity. It's basically go go play something in the game more or less and you'll earn these things. I just wonder about that loop of, you know, that's the thing that I enjoy about the forges, but it's sort of a long loop of pick up a a frame, go do some other activity, get that thing upgraded, go back and forth the 8 to 16 times, and then you can actually complete this. So while while I appreciate that it's, you know, go do anything in the game to earn these things, I almost wish we could just sort of jump into the menagerie and play the menagerie. Like, you can just, you know, once you've done the quest, after June 4th, (laughs) you can just jump into the raid and play the raid as many times as you want. So, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm curious, cause especially since they've said, you know, one of their big three things on the website was, you know, replayability. This will be a big replayability event. I'm going, well, I hope so, because I would love to be able to replay this. Well, the
2: replayability is, is the play, playing circles like you were just describing. That's the replayability.
0: Yeah. It, I mean, it sounds like it is a mixture of what we got in the forge, where you go and pick up a weapon frame, and then you have to do certain things, complete the forge to get that. Weapon to drop with a chance at random rolls for that. But whereas it was random rolls in the forge and combining that with the reckoning, with upgrading your moat bank, you then upgrade your chalice. So it's a combination of both of those things leading into this last piece of um, DLC that we're getting. And they give an example of what they're explaining. So they say if you want to earn a random roll of the beloved sniper rifle, with handling as a masterwork trait, you would use a rune of jubilation, any red rune, and any purple rune. And they say this rune configuration is your freebie, and they're excited for the community to come together and uncover combinations for each menagerie reward. So it sounds like what we had with with the dawning that we had at Christmas, where you'd go and collect those different elements to then bake cookies in the oven, and then you'd be able to... Do different combinations to make different cookies to then take them to the vendors to get different things from them so this is very similar to that where they want the community to work together to find out what combinations of runes and the imperials and all these different things would then combine to make a weapon that you want rather than having to randomly roll in a forge over and over again to see if you can get the best role for that you can actually craft the best role it's going to be it's going to be really good see?
2: Well, we're missing a big, what? big detail here, right? Is they specified you can get the chance for that weapon, right? So the way you're describing it, to me, leads me to believe I put in a red, a green, a purple, I get the gun that I want. Boom. No, you do not. No, 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 you, you do. You get chance no, no, to get no, you, that
0: specific gun. You get the gun, but it says it's, a, it's uh, random rolls of the beloved, beloved sniper rifle But the Handling Masterwork trait on that, if you wanted that Sniper Rifle with the Handling Masterwork, you'd have to use the Root of Jubilation, any Red Rune and any Purple Rune. And that would give you that Sniper Rifle with a Masterwork trait, but the other perks on the weapon would be random. So you could roll with like Snapshot, triple tap kind of thing or you could get one with unflinching and or something there'd be various different roles so it is still a random role at some of the perks we won't know what all the perks are until we'll be all hit the database but if you wanted a masterwork guaranteed which is sometimes what you want so you some sometimes you desperately want you know a, a range masterwork on that weapon and all you seem to be getting is stability and you don't want stability even though you've you've played that game mode over and over and over and again and that gun doesn't drop for you with that masterwork at least you can definitely say i'm going to get that weapon i'm going to get that masterwork i can just keep trying this with the rolls it's a little bit more you know a little bit more so what do you, think
2: happen? do you think they're just gonna weigh the roles differently now instead of weighing the weapons right okay so you got the challenge. you get the weapon and the masterwork but you know you you have a higher percentage of getting like you said snapshot sites instead of rampage so are they going to weigh the roles differently now
1: it's pretty nice it's because you gotta awesome. have a it's way to awesome. people to keep coming it's probably back, right? gonna be random i mean it's all gonna be random rolled here you 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 know yeah, but
2: random to what extent? Random in the same. Other different ones going to be weighted differently.
1: Well, I mean, I mean, we, we don't I'm know how, how they weight them now, so who knows? I mean, Ooh. it's all random now. I don't think they've ever said you know here's here's how we weight the rolls. It's all just you know quote random roles. What randomization. How I don't know because you know it seems to be more or less truly random because you can get two of the exact same guns with the exact same perk to drop with the exact same activity. So it really is just you know right. And and I I get
2: that, but what I'm saying is if if it is truly random rolled outside of this event, right, you can get any rolls on any gun. Inside this event, since you can pick your gun and you can pick your masterwork, they got to find a way to keep you coming back, right? Yeah, but they they do say
0: that in the last bit of their statement. It says, we hope this gives you a better idea of how you'll earn weapons and armor during Season of Opulence. You will still have to grind to get that perfect roll, but we've given you the option to target the item that you want. And to optimize it for masterwork. So they've given us two things that we can definitely get from doing these activities, but we're going to have to still play the activities over and over again for RNG, basically, if we want to get that perfect role. So I think that's what's going to be the hook for some people, isn't it? Is a combination of all these other events that Destiny have kind of, or Bungie have led us into. With the dawning with the creating the cookies and doing the the reckoning with the the moat bank upgrading and the forges by just you know crafting the um weapon frames it's all kind of leading us to this one point of you guys know what you're doing in that situation that situation that situation well this is all combined go for it kind of thing
1: yeah so I, i really like that it's you know it's still half rng but you give the player some control sort of like in the black armor you could say hey i want Rifle. I want the hand cannon. I want the sniper. You can, you can, you know, get the weapon you want. It may not have the role you want on it, but at least you can have some control over what you're dropping. You know what, what gear is dropping for you? Especially, you know, as we've all been there, you're trying to max out your light, or you're trying to get to that next tier, and you're saying, "I just need a pair of boots." Game, just give me a pair of boots. All I need is a pair of boots. And they're like, here's a cape.
2: <laughs> "Or yeah, a helmet. Here's a cape. Here's a Titan butt cape.
1: Here's, here's six more helmets. Here's four gauntlets." Like you can never seem to get the thing you want. So it's nice that you can go in and say, "All right." I need a helmet. I need arms. I can go in and get those. They may not be the, the role I want, so, but at least I can have the armor set.
2: So a quick story, just just a real quick story, a little anecdote, if you will. So story, I just now got access... I just got access to Tier 3 of the Reckoning. And I was just powering through Tier 1 and Tier 2 just to get access to Tier 3, right? But I accidentally got the perfect armor set in Tier 2 without even trying to, right? So I got my three... Uh, Special ammo finders, my two heavy ammo finders with the guns that I use normally, just accidentally, and now they're all going to have to go away because now I'm working on tier three. So you're all like, you never get the one you want. Well, that's exactly what I want. It's just in the wrong tier. (laughs) So now I got to try to get all that armor again in the correct tier, and now I'm not going to be able to get it because I've already got it
1: in a different tier. I'm sorry, you've used your RNG for that tier. Please come back next week for new RNG in a different tier, sir.
2: I didn't pick it. It shouldn't count. Give it back to me in two or three. Yeah,
1: that's the. Which is why I would really love to see some sort of actual progression. You know, like they did with the with the ornament stuff, or you know, you know, let me power up the gear I have. You know, keep the perks on it. But let me make it more powerful. Yeah. Instead of giving us, you know, like they did with Gambit, giving us three, you know, Earth Gambit Prime with three separate gear. You know, separate complete types of gears. Like, give me the thing. Let me upgrade it. You know, or or let me. Let me take it up and down, you know, whatever. Let me make it, you know, let me take it from 700 to 750 or, you know, in, you know, 700, 725, 750, depending what tier it is. Something like that. I say I don't know why you'd want to drop your gear down, but I'm sure some people do for certain things. But, you know, give me that option at least.
2: Like going AFK in a forge, maybe?
0: Possibly. So, shall we continue with pinnacle weapons And more. And more. And more. And more. Respawn, would you like to take this one, or are you nowhere near a computer? No, I'm, I'm near a computer now. I just got back into America. Yeah. Drove
2: right across that Canada border. They couldn't keep me if they wanted to. Of course, they were kind of just pushing me out, but that's irrelevant. <laughs>
0: going
2: to up the bribe next time. All right, here we go. Bribe. I'm opening it. Things are opening. <laughs> right. Okay, so non-exotic fusion rifles. Where are we at? Uh, pinnacle weapons and more. Okay, and here more. we go. So, Pinnacle Weapons and more. Last week we promised we would share details on new pinnacle weapons coming in season of opulence, as well as some of the weapons we are buffing. Here's the Destiny Dev team to give you one last preview before showtime. Vanguard Windigo GL3 Arc Adaptive Grenade Launcher. Windigo GL3's unique perk is explosive light. Picking up an orb of light increases the next grenade's blast radius and damage. Unlike most drum grenade launchers, Windigo GL3 comes with blinding grenades as its magazine option for some added utility. Now, in that instance, whenever you have blinding uh, grenades on a grenade launcher, if you noticed, your blast radius goes
0: really far down. Did you guys notice that? No. Anytime you no, have... I like yeah, a grenade launcher. It, No, I don't use the blinding oh. ones. Even though I've got one, I, I don't use it.
2: Yeah, but if you look at it, go, go, to, go to your other option and then come back to the blinding one, your blast radius goes to, to near nothing, which is ridiculous. So I hope this magazine... Doesn't do the same behavior because that's going to be irritating itself. Anyway, moving on. You can carry up to six grenades
0: enhanced by explosive light. That's pretty cool. So that sounds like crucible. That sounds like that perk's going to hang around. So as soon as you've picked up an orb, hopefully you're going to get like a good ten seconds of time, or even it's going to be continuous, a bit like the um, Asus. I mean, ten seconds with of the momentumori. No, do you think it's? Gonna be I hard? think it's
2: going to be no. I think it's going to be three to six seconds, like uh, like rampage.
0: Okay.
1: What I really want to know is, when you pick up the orb, is it one of your orbs, or does it have to be one of your friend's orbs? I think
0: it just says orbs. Any orb, yeah.
2: Yeah. So if you got a masterwork weapon and you just drop in orbs, just keep stepping over them to empower your grenade launcher. Or if your grenade launcher itself is masterworked, what is that a self feeding gun?
0: Yes. Yeah. Because because it's um because it's a the vanguard um, pinnacle weapon, it will come as a masterworked weapon. So if you get a double kill, you'll generate an orb that you can then pick up. Do you think it's going to be if you generate an orb, you pick it up and you get a timer and every time that you run over another orb, it will just refresh the timer or add more time onto that timer? I hope that's what it would be.
2: I hope that's what it would be, but I think there's just going to be a cap like uh, like rampage. That's okay. what I'm thinking.
1: But yeah. I can't generate six Because that, at that at would the same be
2: time. too overpowered. Yeah. I think that would be too over it would be fun. Like if it would just stay there like Momentum Mori, once you've loaded it into the drum, it stays there until you fire it or stow it. You know that would be great, but that, to me, that just seems overpowered. I think they're gonna they're gonna have to nerf that by giving it some kind of a timer
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah th- that was one of those things but it's again helps. with you know the nerfing of the of these self self producing supers, even though you can still generate all those orbs. That was just one of the things that, that propped to my brain of, hey, here's, here's a way that you, know, you can generate less orbs for yourself, so you have to get some other orbs to get this up to six. Now, granted, you still can generate six orbs, but it's going to take you a bit longer. Anyway, that's just where my brain went.
2: <laughs> Crucible, revolt... I'm sorry, not a revolver. It's revoker, because I can read. Kinetic aggressive sniper rifle. Revoker's unique perk, reversal of fortune. Missing a shot returns the bullet to the magazine after a short duration. Even the greatest of snipers is not a perfect sharpshooter, (coughs) lies, and you miss every shot you don't take, truth. Revoker was built for the mindset that you should always go for it, but keep in mind that Reversal of Fortune can only return a single bullet at a time. Along with its unique perk, the sniper has a custom low-zoom ambush SLH-25 scope and a snapshot for those close-quarters battles. And if you guys don't know this, this ambush site has been gone for a while. Like, when was the last time we saw this? Was Destiny 1, yeah. Did we even have it in D2? Yeah, yeah it was one of the go-to, so that's
0: coming back. go-to sites, wasn't it, in Destiny 1? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. I'm at a... And the
2: cool thing about this, oh, you got it written down even further. That's on the next page. Okay, so I'll just keep reading. Acquiring Revoker will not require reaching fabled ranking competitive. I have mixed feelings about that, but we'll get back to that. Players will need to earn 3,500 total glory points. You do not lose progress when losing a mag. Now, for me, um, it I have mixed feelings, right? Like, finally, I'll get access to a weapon without having to devote myself too much to the Crucible. But at the same time, it is a pinnacle weapon. So I think they should have to reach the highest
0: rank. I disagree with you because it says it's a crucible i know you always disagree it's with a, me what it is a crucible um, pinnacle weapon it's not a competitive uh, pinnacle weapon so in
2: well the other ones were crucible competitive cu- crucible well, I mean, pinnacle weapon this, yeah, this yeah, one I mean, sort combatant. of is
1: you just have to be less good cuz it's 3500 glory points so that's still a lot of competitive crucible if you're not winning a lot of games that it doesn't have to be competitive though does it glory yes. is glory is is comp to, yeah to, to, yeah to, oh, you're right. points you you're have to right, be competitive. Yeah. so yeah so you can lose every game it's just going to take you much longer to get there. So I mean, I mean, you may be well on your way to the Luna's Hall and loose while doing this if you, you know, manage to get your total glory up high enough. I just like that it's just so just play more, the game, and honestly,
2: so it's just earn, it's just earn right. glory points. It's not obtain like you have to be at thirty five exactly.
0: Points.
2: No, no just take into impossible consideration
0: because, if you've won a game and you've got a hundred points and then you've lost the next one, you lose sixty points, but it'll still know on the You don't lose any points. No. But oh, no on the tracker or the triumph that, oh. that tracks it that you've you've got a hundred points for that win, but it won't take sixty points away for the l- loss that you've just had. It will just keep going up and exactly. up and up kind of thing.
2: Which is now, a- do you get any points for a loss
0: at all? No. None at all. No, you because
1: you you lose points for a loss. Now this maybe in this it'll give you some or honestly I I, I probably I probably see them at some point saying but a couple of months from now, Hey, when you lose your match, you'll, you, you'll, you'll earn 10 points of glory towards this particular thing or something. But
0: eh, I do think this is a good compromise in some ways of people saying, you know, do a quest in quick play so that we can earn like the lunas slower than what you can earn it faster in comp. I think this is a very good compromise. You still got to go and play comp. You're still going to have to win and lose matches. I mean, the good players are still going to get that gun really quickly, you know, less than 35 matches. But I was just wondering... Or well, the lucky ones that don't come across the Wall of Or I was just wondering, is it going to be... You can play your three games in the week, um, win win or lose, but you still get those points at the end of the week, like you get 120 points for just playing the complice. Will that count towards your total? I wonder if it will, because that way you could easily slowly grind towards it without actually grinding it. You do your three a week. If you win one of those a week, that's 100 points. And because you've played three matches, you get 120 points. So that's 220 a week that you don't actually necessarily have to think about. Just saying. Yeah. Sorry, you just did a whole lot of math that you're making people think about. Mister, you
2: don't have to think about. No, but you don't, ha- you don't
0: have to think, oh, I, I want that sniper. I'm going to have to go and play loads of competitive matches. You can just stick to the, mm-hmm. the rule of playing the three competitive matches a week. And even if you just win one of those, you'll get 100 points or roughly around 100 points. And then you'll get the bonus for playing the three games at, at the um, weekly reset. So I was just wondering if that weekly reset um, pointage will count towards the progression. Just wondering. How interesting.
1: Gambit has a new pinnacle weapon as well. I, I'm just happy <laughs> it'll put more people into comp because even if you're grinding for this weapon, it'll just you know up that player base, at least on console. Sorry, PC folks. It's still going to be the six of you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Gambit, Hush, Solar Precision Combat bow. So for anybody who knows me or anybody that has played with me, you'll know that I am an advocate for bows. I love bows. I think they're really good. I think they're underused. And I think the people that complain about them complain because they don't know how to use them. Shout out to Nolus the man who recently told me that I have made him a believer and now he mains a bow as a secondary. So, good on you. Oh, for lies. Finally, learning what I've been trying to put out you. there. Shut suck up. up! Shut up! Nolus, you stuck Shut up. Up. suck up! up! No, because,
1: will because see you two also
2: know, body. whenever you play with me, I'll use You're nothing doing. but a bow when you two idiots get are rad. using your primaries and your heavies, and I still Get more kills than you do. Uh, that should tell you something.
1: I've got more. Yes, right? you yeah, do have you a nickname. You do have a
0: nickname
2: for that, It's me being better than you. Yeah, that's the nickname. Anyway, Hush's unique perk is called Archer's Gambit. Hipfire precision hits grant a massive draw speed bonus for a short duration. This weapon is for those who would proclaim mastery with the combat bow. Yours truly, uh, Archer's Gambit plays out significantly better than Archer's Tempo but it's going to take a more skilled hand to use I'm sorry skilled hand to get the most out of it which actually isn't that hard unless unless the reticule is really huge hip firing with a bow is still really easy you still have pretty much the same size reticule you don't have to sight in i don't know why they're taking it take, why they're saying it takes a skilled hand the reticule on a hip fire bow is still better than like a hand cannon or or a machine gun in some cases yeah. you know it's really good so Unless you're trying to cross-map a thrall (laughs) (laughs) firing. (laughs) Then I don't see what the problem is. Okay. uh, Oh, I I, I moved the page. Okay. Non-exotic fusion rifles. Ooh, this is actually fun, right? Because I play with some non-exotics every now and again. So damage increased against PvE combatants. High-impact damage has increased by 30%. Uh, This classification is for, like, the Wisen Rebuke and the Erintel. Precision Damage has increased by 44%, things like the main ingredient. Adaptive uh, fusion rifles have increased by 44%, like the Techian force, And Rapid Fire increased by 47%, like the Critical Sass, as an example. That is a huge, huge bump. And especially if you have, like, the loaded question with the full magazine. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Whew. I mean, it was already doing, like, massive damage to... To um, like a big fat boy in the raid, as long as you had a, a rift or a, a titan shield in front of you to reload that weapon, it was doing bonkers damage before this. Bug. Yeah, I think
1: that's
0: a high so enough well, be DM um, loaded question. Yeah, I think it is.
1: I'm just calling this the Frosty that's update. This is the update for Frosty and all of her fusion rifles. Frosty, grab your fusion rifles, they're going to be amazing.
2: Ah, you're half right. This is Frosty's update, but not because
1: of the fusion rifles. This is Frosty's update because of the bonuses to the swords. I mean, it just sounds like two for two right there. This, this, this might as well just be called the Frosty update. <laughs> Stay frosty.
2: Well, that's why I said you're half right, right? So half the fusion rifle, half the swords. Uh, in case you guys don't know or haven't met, our one of our clanmates, Frosty, she is an advocate for fusion rifles and swords, and she uses them even if it's probably the worst possibility to take into the event that you're going in. <laughs> She'll use them because she doesn't care. Right? That's what she likes. So with this update, not only are we gonna probably see her online more, but probably participating in more activities. At least here's hoping. But yeah, this is definitely this is definitely her update. They reached out to her and they're like, Hey Frosty, what would you like? And she's like, You know what, Bungie? I like fusion rifles and swords. What can you do for me? They're like, Boom, enough said. I got your back, girl. So there it is. All right, so <laughs> while some of the exotic fusion rifles Celesto Jotun, or or however you pronounce that, Merciless, did receive minor adjustments due to the inheriting from their legendary counterparts. They're not minor increases. I'm sorry, they are minor increases, under 5% each. This change was done to move legendary fusion rifles a little closer to the exotics as the gap between them was quite large at least in PvP. And I can agree with that because in this case, they're not nerfing fusion rifles to be on par with, uh, I'm sorry, they're not nerfing exotics to be on par with uh, legendaries, but they are bringing legendaries up, not to be on par with exotics, but to get them closer. I do like that. That's the kind of thing we needed to see this whole time. Not nerf here, nerf there, nerf, nerf spree, nerf party, nerf parade, nerf everywhere, right? No, this is the kind of thing that needed to happen, buff other things to bring it up to a level, right? I dig that. Good job, Bungie, in this particular instance. I'm still about all the nerfs that you did, but we're moving on.
0: Yeah, we don't want to go into um, respawn rants. There's no respawn rants planned for today. Ha ha
2: ha. Little did you know. Um, so the Strum and drink. I'm looking forward to this because I actually use the Strum and drink from time to time. It's just, it's a fun pairing to use. But Strum and, I'm sorry, storm and Stress Max Overcharge Rounds increased to 99 rounds. That's nutty. That is crazy. Can you imagine pulling that bad boy out? You got a hundred rounds of overcharge. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? Like, how do you put that in the magazine? And also, I saw something. I don't see it right here inside the notes. But they were saying that there's a new kind of strum that you can acquire. And it's got jewels on it. Like, you get it from the chalice. You know what I'm talking about? Have you seen that? We did. We saw the pictures. Okay. Um, Is it that...
0: Uh, sidearm that gives it this
2: ninety nine bonus, or is it any of the, no, I think the?
0: the strum and drang combos. Drang's got the. Um, it looks like a drang in the picture, and I'm I'm just guessing that it's going to be an ornament. It is a drang. Yeah, but I'm I'm guessing that it's an ornament for drang at the moment, and the same with the <clears throat> mida mini tool that complements the mida multi tool. Yeah, the multi tool. Yeah. Um. they, look, look they to the said beat, uh, it's the a beat new strum. Yeah. That that's the part that's catching me. They said a new
2: I'm sorry, a new drain. I haven't actually seen that. Not not a new ornament. I've seen the picture, yeah. but I
0: haven't actually seen anywhere that it says it's a new thing. So hot take from Respawn. I would try to
2: track it down and send it to you. But yeah, that's that's what was catching me because I don't know if the new drain, quote unquote, is what gives you this 99 magazine size Strum with overpowered
0: rounds in it. No, I, think it's, I don't know. This is just so. going to be for Sturm and Drang as a com- combined um, weapon usage, which we pointed out last week, no. I believe. With two tapping guardians mm. without the um, one-eyed mask, we said keep an eye mm-hmm. out for this. And this is something that they're buffing. Yeah, but you still have to get that kill with the the drain. Yeah, but you have to get. It's not impossible. You have to get the kill with the one-eyed mask. You still have to get the kill with the. Um... Yeah, but you can get a kill with
2: anything with the one-eyed
0: mask. You can shoot a rocket launcher
2: and it activates the perk. This you you, you have to use the drain. You have to use your skill. You have to use a sidearm, buddy. <laughs> That's the thing, you know, so it's it's coming up. Yes, I can see that they're getting closer, but I mean, that's still not really a comparison. The Titan just has to kill somebody, whether it's his one shot melee of which he has multiple options to pick from. Uh, Rocket launchers, fusion rifles, kill anybody with anything and it'll activate the one eyed mask. With this particular combo, you have to to stop
0: ranting about the mask again. You're going to be faded out.
2: I'm not. I'm just saying that there's a big difference. Carry on the reading. You made a direct comparison, and there's not a direct comparison. Carry on the reading. Okay, so overcharge buff text now displays the number of overcharge rounds. Overcharge damage increased by 100% in PvP. For those that don't know math, that's double damage. Next is swords. Ammo capacity increased to a max of 70. Starting ammo increased by 10 the Black Talon, ground and aerial projectile ammo, cost increased from 3 to 4 to compensate for the, um, the surge of more ammo in your reserves. The Adaptive Frame, ground uppercut ammo, cost increase from 3 to 4 for the same reason. Aggressive Frame, now lunch at target. Now lunch at target. It says that. That's not me. <laughs> it says
0: But you have to love <laughs> okay. the way they write these twarbs. <laughs>
2: No, lunge at target with their aerial light attack. Oh, no, okay. So if you read the whole okay. thing, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. All right. Aggressive yeah.
0: frames now <laughs> lunge at target with
2: it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, light attack consolidated into a single damage event. Slam attack consolidated into a single damage event. What does that mean? You can only damage one target as opposed to multiples? What does that mean? A single damage event.
0: You can tell me, really, you swords here. <laughs> what does this
2: mean? I do use swords, but I only use the 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 forge one for like boss killing when I'm surrounded
0: by enemies. Even then, ads. we don't take any notice. This sword has a pointy end, and it goes in there.
1: Your your stabbing will yeah. now be slightly different. Stabbing, I, I don't know.
0: Yeah,
1: where's Frosty? Give
2: <laughs> in, in on the podcast. In the immortal I'm... words of Red versus Blue: swoosh, swoosh, stab. That's how you use a sword, oh, right? So, so. <laughs> you got it. <laughs>
1: Um, so, uh, changing um, okay. the swords in some way. It's going to do something different. Sword people, figure it out. Power attacks cost more ammo, but you have more ammo to pull
2: from, so that makes sense. Um, whatever. Lightweight frame, damage tuning. Ground light attack increased by 17%. Ooh, ooh. Aerial light attack decreased by 21%. Ow. Ground dash attack increased by 87%. Ooh. <laughs> Aerial dash attack increased by 78%. No ammo aerial light attack decreased by 49%.
0: Ooh. All other no ammo attacks decreased by 15%. Ooh. I think this is to stop people using them as <laughs> when you don't have the sword ammo, just help meleeing people and killing them. In two. Yeah, but
2: still, 15% doesn't matter because when you have the, the forged sword with surrounded and you know you got those two perks, it still does hella damage. Don't tell them that they'll nerf
0: that next.
2: Okay, never mind. That's not a thing, Bungie. I'm sorry. I don't have any idea what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> uh, and ground dash attack ammo cost increased from two to three. So, see, if they're, if they're, I understand increasing the heavy attack damage, but if they're increasing, look, even right here, ground dash attack ammo. I mean, they're increasing the ammo cost for everything. So, them giving us more ammo for swords just kind of puts us in, in the same place that we were. Now, the damage increases are nice, but as far as the ammo economy, it it kind of seems like it's just going to even out, doesn't it? I don't know. So what the hell is the point giving us more I don't, I ammo? I don't
0: keep a track of my swords and sword armor. I only very rarely use them. So it may, it may be slightly better. And the um, increase of the ammo is just t- kind of mitigating some of the um, offset for increasing some of the bits. So. All
2: right. Well... Swords are getting some adjustments. We increase the ammo capacity, but also increase the cost of heavy attacks and apparently a freaking ground dash attack that you forgot to mention. Stupid bunchy, stupid face. Anyway, but also increase the cost of heavy attacks proportionally to encourage mixing in light attacks to get the most out of them instead of just repeatedly using heavy attacks. Also, much like how Drain will show up in a new form right there, it's right here in your notes, douche. Drain will show up in a new form for the Season of oculants, The lightweight and aggressive swords are getting the same treatment. That means
0: nothing. It could mean a lot. It just means an ornament. It
2: could mean a lot. A new form, not necessarily. It could mean that, yes. But it could also mean there's a new version of Dragon. could be.
0: I'm not disagreeing with you. Stupid face. But I'm, yeah. Okay. Your face stupid. Um, your stupid face. All right, Raiders of the Lost
2: Vault. That seems cool, but I've read enough. Somebody else turn.
0: Okay. Raiders of the Lost Vault. Cue the music of um, Lost Stuff. Last week. Indiana
1: Jones. No, is, you can't. I say, believe is the word you're you looking for. not say that. Hey, we, we've got vaults. We've got gems. That's clearly where Bungie is going with it. Yeah. Harrison Ford is going to voice our ghost this, this season. That's actually what they're not telling us.
0: I would pay for that.
1: Harrison Ford right. bot.
0: <laughs> A grumpy bot that just comes out and goes, what do you want, kid? <laughs> and that's it. He doesn't speak to you for the rest of the game. You've woken the
1: hive. It's your problem now. I'll
0: be over here in the
1: corner. Have fun with that.
0: So Bungie say last week we put out an update on the upcoming world's first race starting on June 4th. You can also check out our official world's first rules. There's rules, guys. There's rules. You can't just go into it and play the game. There are rules. At the end of the race, six players will earn themselves a championship belt. And here is a work in progress preview of what it's going to look like. And in the 12, they show you a lovely purple and gold belt. Anyway, are you an avid raider, but don't think you can finish first? There are still some other exciting rewards available for those brave enough to tackle the raid soon after its launch. If you are able to defeat the final encounter in the first 24 hours, you will receive the Heavy is the Crown emblem. Ooh, and it's... it's pretty. They also say... Don't think you have what it takes to finish it in the first day? Well, you still have time to commemorate your achievement if you can best the Crown of Sorrows raid before the weekly reset on the 6th of... No, that's not the 6th of the 11th. That's the 11th of the 6th, which is the 11th of June.
1: June. It's all June. Not June 4th. June 11th. Similar to June 4th, but a little later.
0: In England, 6-11 would be the 6th of November. But this is June we established bungee time. We talked about the calendar earlier. This, this
1: is June 11th. This is New Menagerie Boston Truth Quest Day, June 11th. Okay. We June haven't 11th. Gotten, we haven't gotten to November yet. That's a whole new season yet.
0: So if you do something by June 11th, you do that, and it will unlock the ability to purchase this exclusive bungee reward jacket, which looks kind of nice. It's you know, if you open up in, inside of it, it's got a gold um, chalice that folds. It looks quite nice. Go and check it out on the um, this week at Bungie. Even if you don't enjoy raiding, we will have some more cool stuff for you on the Bungie Store, starting on the fourth of June. And they show a couple of T-shirts with chalices and callous stuff. Yeah, exciting. Excited. Would you like to take us through the patch notes preview parody? That's 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 that could be your section of the show. Patch note previews with parody. Coming and to have some dramatic
1: music, even more alliterations. I'm gonna need theme music. I think we all need theme music for all of these all of these parts. It would just be more fun that way.
0: You can you can have that little jingle that I put on to your um, news update thing the other day.
2: So wait, you mean uh, wait, you mean the last, uh, the, last
1: the last podcast last thing you didn't listen to? It's bad, okay. Like
2: I did. I got an hour and a half into it. It's well, it
0: an hour it, and a half long. So you <laughs> you completed it then. No, well,
2: I don't know. I don't remember
0: hearing any new singles though. <laughs> you mean you've listened to an hour and a half of the 3-hour one? Yeah. That's not the last one, one then. The one after That's that. The previous one. The one that was like <laughs> You've been on a podcast in between that
2: one. <laughs> I mean Yeah, I know exactly what single you're talking about. He's had to travel this week. Give me about 90 minutes. I'll be right back. He's
1: been in two countries. He's been through, like, what, at least three or four time zones. He's very confused.
2: Paradise Patch Note Preview.
1: Next week, the season of Opulence will go live. Now, I think that's going to be on June 4th. I'm not positive, but I believe June 4th is when the season of Opulence will go live at Tuesday Reset. Now, with the season of opulence, we're getting update two point five point zero, and with this update, we're gonna have some lovely fixes. We're gonna fix an issue with the heroic. <clears throat> we're gonna fix an issue about parody night demon and respawn being unable to read text in front of their faces. No, wait, wait. No, we're gonna fix that every week. <laughs>
0: that's that's not that's so just, That's
2: never gonna be fixed in real that's life. That's in that's in Bungie. That's in Bungie's 12. We gotta fix
1: that- these. <laughs> These casters because they're messing everything up. Alright, we fixed an issue where the heroic version of Zero Hour would only be available on the first character to complete the activity on each account. The luxurious toast emote will now allow players to sit for as long as they desire. Players can no longer win crucible matches by getting kills after the timer has expired. Fixed an issue where the action for applying shaders ornaments, holograms, or using consumables was getting canceled and not applying on the first attempt.
0: Thank God. Lies. Thank God. Lies. That was
1: my first thought too.
2: Guaranteed that's not been fixed.
1: We're, we're, Guaranteed we're that's see. not, because
2: how many times have they said they fixed yeah, they, that uh, already? You, this is at they, least the second or third time. They
1: as they fixed the iron, iron Ruby shader, but hey, maybe it'll, be, maybe it'll work this time. Maybe we'll be able to read. You never know. All right, there are still actions that will cancel the apply function, such as hitting the preview button, exiting inventory early, or letting up on the apply button too early, or by completely moving the cursor off the item being applied, so they're saying, if it's not fixed, it's your fault, player. Apply things better. It's fine. Players with multiple radiant matrix materials in their inventory will now have them removed when returning to Ada One on the appropriate weapon frame quest step. If players have the radiant matrix material sitting in the postmaster, they'll need to pull them out before speaking with Ada One. So hey, we're gonna have pursuits. We're gonna have hot pursuits in 2.5.0 in the Season of Opulence. Um, They're gonna change the way that our pursuits tabs look. So the pursuit menu will be moved from your inventory to the director now. With this update, you'll be able to switch between pursuits and the director overview in one move with the objectives displayed in the new tab. It should be easier than ever for you to plan your gameplay session, knock out some bounties, and more efficiently. We've also added some filters to give you a quest-only or bounty-only view, so you can separate time-limited pursuits from long-term pursuits, We also increased Pursuit's inventory from 50 to 63 to give you even more room to hoard bounties. So really what they're saying is they can take that Pursuit that says, you know, go complete a a Prestige Leviathan raid or, you know, go do this exotic quest on your ninth character and you can hide them and never look at them again. They'll sit there gathering dust on your second and third characters because you're never gonna run the escalation protocol and find 15 nodes to get another sleeper stimulant.
0: It's never gonna happen. You're gonna get how many Reddit posts going, my pursuits tabs disappeared. Where's it gone? My pursuits are gone. It's gone. It's terrible. (laughs) No more pursuits.
1: You are now an unemployed guardian. You must must roam the wastelands like a hunter (laughs) looking for work. There's gonna be a bounty board. You're going to have to Woo-hoo! go there. Hunters! We just put all the hunters out of work. That's all we've done. Oh, okay.
0: but what I love is the fact that they've managed to increase it from 50 to 63. Random number 63. Why haven't they managed to do that for what other stuff you have to carry? Vault because space? if you notice, do if you, you, mean you, look, vault no, space? you can look
2: at it right here, you can look at it right here inside the menu, how you have the three at the top. Maybe they have sixty total, and then three that you're actively tracking. Yeah, but what
0: I'm, like at the top? And- what I'm saying is, they they're doing they're doing that by giving you more space, but they're taking it out of out of your tab selection. So, but I've got like all these other things in my inventory that I need to collect. You know, like my um, enhancement cores. They're not giving me more, more room for that. You know, I want to collect more ghosts. I want to collect more. Um, Gambit, I want to collect any enhancement cores. I mean, one, (laughs) two.
2: Play the game, and you
1: get play the game. Get your cores.
2: I do, but I I am in like a permanent enhancement core desert because as soon as I get them, I play the game better. Right, G, like like some of our other guys, like G Dad's bragging. Oh, I'm I'm already down to 109. Oh, what am I gonna do? It's like I will rob you if I could, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Please believe, you know. And it's just, I, I can't get them. I mean, like, I, I'm always in a deficit because I always have good weapons with good weapons. And while we're talking about Space before.
0: Bungie, all this new, lovely new content, lovely new weapons, lovely new armor with specific roles on that we have to go into specific encounters for. Where's my vault space? Vault space. Where's my vault
1: space? Right. Uh, coming uh, in.
0: Let us own
2: vault space, Bungie. Coming in
0: 251, two, 252. 50 spaces. 50 spaces would have been lovely. Not even 50. No.
1: nope you're undeserving I oh,
0: am yeah.
1: think of the children
0: so should we go no don't mention children no, don't mention... they'll come running back in they
1: <laughs> but yeah but but <laughs> not you, you, you're, you're you totally right i I really hope they they do one of their big message pop-ups to be like your pursuits have moved because yeah you're gonna have 50 reddit posts going my pursuits are gone that game has glitched I deleted it all and had to reinstall the whole thing it's like no no you you didn't read. Which again, you know, they should put like things like this in the game, and I hope they do do something like that, or say, "Hey guys, it's here." But but the nice thing in the screenshot they have, see the nice little list of things down the left hand side to tell you what's going on and you know which weekly things you have active. I hope that comes back because I sort of missed that. I like being able to pop up my director and going, you know, hit that left trigger, going, "Okay, what do I need to do still this week?" Without having to go through my fifty-seven or I'm sorry, my sixty-three. Bounties in quest to figure out what I'm trying to get done. <laughs> so I sort of wish that would come back because I liked that. But yeah, we'll see. So, so.
0: at your service. Oh. At your service. I'm
2: a- awkward moment.
0: I'm at your service. The player support team, Whoa. is also at your service, and they'll be on hand during next week's launch if things get weird. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh, I'm sure. I thought you were telling a joke. <laughs> yeah. I- If things get weird, they want you to tell them if things get weird on the hashtag help forums. And I do believe that people will not stick to the forums. They will tweet. They will call. They will be hounding Bungie down at their doors if something goes wrong with this launch. So, yeah. Right. We've got about five more pages to go through. Maybe not.
2: Oh, my God. What? oh my god
1: he's
0: right oh my god read faster update 2.5.0.1 next tuesday june 4th the 2.5.0.1 update will be released to players in destiny 2 this update marks the beginning of seasons of opulence and is required in order to access destiny 2 once it has been deployed listed below is the release times for this update did they
2: already say this multiple times You have to download. You have to download. You have to download. All right. We're not reading this again. If you haven't downloaded or you won't download at the time, you don't deserve to play the game.
0: Move on. Guys, help me out with the times here. Okay. So Tuesday, June 4th, 7 a.m. Pacific is what time? Eastern?
1: 10 a.m. Eastern. Eastern. Yep.
0: Three hour difference, buddy. So Hmm. that would make it 3 a.m. in England. And it would probably make it, I'm going to guess, about no, not 3 a.m., 3 p.m. in U.K. I was going to say, gonna say you're not in Australia. Get,
1: you may wish you were, but you're not there yet.
0: I'm going to guess that it's about 2 a.m. Australia.
1: It's Wednesday. It's It'll be Wednesday in Australia. So I'm sorry.
0: I didn't work these times out beforehand. If you're listening, you should do it. If you're Later. listening to our podcast Later. from Australia. How many
2: of these podcasts have we had and you still haven't figured this out yet? You're, you, this isn't like one of those things that you just keep forgetting to do. You just don't want to no, do it. No, and to be fair, it
1: Andy. It's Wednesday. Whenever we say Tuesday <laughs> the fourth, just mentally replace that with with Wednesday the fifth, because we're we're in the past. Yeah. You're living in the future. We can't we can't be responsible for what happens in the future. For us, it's the fourth. For and yet he still bad. won't give me the lottery number.
2: Bungie,
0: what a douchebag! If you are listening to this podcast, please in all your notes don't just keep putting down pacific standard time please put down either eastern time greenwich mean time no australian time because they're in pacific standard time that's what matters to them yeah
2: that's obviously. not fair
0: to every other destiny player that is i'm not asking that is bungee Standard if you time
2: get out your own time zone by now what are you I, I, I don't even know have you been to school do you know what a clock is can you count a time um, zone
1: the, there he, but i'm saying he's sitting, he's, he's like he's, like, he's, he's sitting at, eight, at eight, zero He's sitting at time zone zero, so he doesn't have to know about any other times. He is the one true time zone. It's the rest of us that are in the wrong time
0: zones. If they give us like three time zones so that everybody else can work out their time zones roughly from around that. Just make it a little bit easier, please. So, Well, you figured out yours by knowing ours. And we know ours by knowing PDT. That's what I'm saying. Problem solved. So, (laughs) Destiny 2 maintenance will begin at 7 a.m. Pacific. 8am, Destiny 2 and companion features will be taken offline, completely. Um, Destiny um, 2 um. update 2.5.0.1 will begin rolling out across all platforms and regions. 10am Pacific Standard Time, which is
1: later. It's later for you.
0: No, what time is it for you? <laughs> one, one pm so one... Add three one hours, th- dude.
1: Come on. 1pm. So that would be Eastern 6pm 6 6 p.m. in time. the UK and still later on Wednesday, maybe even Thursday, in Australia.
2: <laughs> it's it's next week in Australia. There are, they've already got the update. We're catching up.
1: Yeah. They're not <laughs> playing Trials already. I don't know what you guys are talking about. They, <laughs> they're on Destiny right? 4 over there. Oh,
2: by the way, not just that, but they also have uh, your uh, your Destiny uh, sandbox. What did you call it? I keep forgetting what you call it. The thing Crucible that you always lambs. want to never get.
1: Is it Crucible Labs? That
2: one. They've already got that Yeah, yeah, Cru- yeah Crucible Labs yeah. came
1: in. And he was like, yeah, I've had Crucible Labs for six weeks now. I don't know what you guys are waiting for.
0: <laughs> so yeah, maintenance yeah, right. will conclude. Destiny 2 and the companion features will be back online. And that's probably going to be a lie. The companion features always take another half an hour to an hour to come back up online. Yep. So, and even then, there's still buggy. Yeah, there's going to be a few bugs. Let's face it. There's going to be bugs. Please just report it to the hashtag help forums. Don't go on Twitter. And this is Bungie.
2: Bungie is an acronym, and I don't know what the whole acronym means, but I do know the B means bugs. Yeah.
0: Okay. Don't go on Twitter and just verbally abuse any of the, the designers or creators. Go and put it Why not? in the that's creator. What they're there for. No, because it's not, no, that's not what they're there for. Sure, it is. Just go, go, and, go and tell them constructively on the hashtag help forums <laughs> what the <laughs> issue is. Constructively yelling at them.
1: No. <laughs> I've worked in customer Did support for over a decade. The people who get yelled at, <laughs> Their tickets to go to the bottom of the queue or get lost. We will help them go. eventually. The angry well, people, maybe they won't. Yeah.
2: Yeah. When D3 comes out, they'll yeah. be like, hey, we,
1: hey, remember the thing you emailed, uh, emailed about? Uh, six weeks later, we might think about replying to you, but we're not going to. Yeah. So
2: I wonder hmm. how many people complain about Vault Space, though. Like, like in reality, not just us, right? But in reality, this, this can't be something new to Bungie. We're not the only three people complaining about vault space. I know we're not. So why is this a consistent this thing?
0: that my I'm words? not complaining, it's just you two.
1: Again, I don't understand this, this complaint <laughs> people have about this inventory. Hey, I, I still have like six ships in my in, in my inventory from last last go around.
0: You're going to be muted because, in a minute.
1: Because somewhere, <laughs> my team was right? like, go buy a bunch of Zavala ships and put them in your inventory because you can break them down for things. I still have like eight of them in here. <laughs> and so much extra room still on top of that. I, I'm only at 426 items of 500. And that's after fighting some blues that I stuck in there at some point. I don't know how that got there. Well,
2: that's that's about what I'm at, but that's because I just recently did a vault. I mean, I've got, I got went a in, chicken in here. When you know, I was
0: discussing the vault stuff, you guys didn't want to chirp in. Now we've gone past the vault stuff. You guys want to have a discussion about it.
1: No, no one cares about vault stuff. Well,
0: no, we didn't go past it because you're talking about like bunchy help forms.
2: It's 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 a part of that topic right so why is that consistently being ignored for how many years we've had one vault upgrade where can I take my expired ramen
1: ramen. coupon and get my expired ramen that's all I want to know I've got the coupon I want to bring it somewhere where can I take it
2: but no I think I think with every update they should give us extra vault space in addition to extra light level you can manage it to where all of our characters go up 50 light you can give us 50 more slots in the vault you know it's not that difficult from a programming perspective. There's no reason why we've had to wait so many years to get this done. So many seasons I just don't whatever know they
1: want to. They don't want you to have they don't want you to have loot. They're more more shooter and less looter these days.
2: This is a looter not shooter. Anymore. Not anymore. Mm.
1: season of Opulence, It's all about gems. You're going to have beautiful gems to collect you're be... you You got to have you got to have
2: inventory space for you the see, gems. That, now, too, that's though.
1: the thing. We're not actually getting any new what, any new armor in this update at all? We're just going to get gems to put on our current armor. Some go into the chalice, some go into the armor. You're going to have a tiny bottle of glue to go with your tiny box of raisins. Bedazzlers! You're going to oh have to bedazzle all of your armor. We got a bedazzle <laughs> <Exactly>. gun. <laughs> the, the the exotic the exotic glitter shotgun is going to be amazing. Let me tell you. You just fire and just glitter goes everywhere. That,
2: that does sound amazing, doesn't it? That does sound amazing. Honestly, if we had a glitter shotgun or a or a bedazzler gun, I would one hundred percent use it. If it did one damage, I would one hundred percent
0: use it. No, no. See, so moving on. <laughs> so, so what you're
1: saying is the continuing hard, the hard light's on not on the, not going to shoot a different color of gem depending which which uh, no, option no, you have on no, it. It's not. No, you can't you can't bounce gems off walls. Mm. No, the whisper going to shoot
0: diamonds the 2.5.0.1 update, <laughs> and ignoring what you guys are saying, stuff They have a few. <laughs> sorry, they have a few sorry. tips. We don't have oh. elements anymore. We just have different colored Players gems, right? So solar You're is rubies. Normally, our receive this update. Is they try manually. <laughs> they should, oh, they What's try? a purple gem? Uh, it's it's <laughs> grape. It's obviously
1: grape. Have you not? Heard, have you not? Have you not heard me? It's a great gem. not heard me running around <laughs> screaming? I'm going to cover you in grape every time yeah, I fire a talking about a gem. Uh, what what
2: gem would grape be? Uh,
0: purple. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Players on consoles who are taking abnormally long times to receive this update should try updating manually. And they've given a couple of links to follow instructions for the PlayStation and the Xbox go they to seattle also say,
1: get your 57 floppy disks bring them home feed them into your
0: xbox one by
1: one and
0: that's how you'll get your update they also say players who still do not see this update may wish to try power cycling their console hardware to do this and they give you a handy guide players should completely power down the console ensure that the device is not in not in rest mode unplug the console from its power source wait five minutes get a cup of tea Get a biscuit, dunk it in your tea, eat the biscuit, come back, plug it in, and try again. And if that doesn't work, you can go on the hashtag help forums and voice your concerns that you're not getting the download. Right. I hear what you're saying. But what if... Are you concerned about the dunking of the biscuit? Consoles... The thing is, you have to be quite no, no, quick, no. because if you no, dunk no, it no, no, I'm good with that. it, will drop yeah, it yeah, in the cup right? of tea. What if, what so if you no, have listen, to be careful. What if you don't have any biscuits? What if your console... Well, I'm telling what you now, consoles, get the biscuits in now mm. and get the tea in now, ready and waiting for June 4th. Right.
2: Cool. But what if your console is taking an abnormally long time to download?
0: What do we do? Oh, um, you turn it off. Okay. Okay. You, you unplug you. it. Right. You go You're... and put the kettle on. Okay, yeah. Make a cup in of tea. Biscuits. Okay, yeah. and the biscuits. Uh-huh. So you, the, the console is completely off at this point. There's no power going to it at all. Right. Yeah, I gotcha. Okay. Okay. And I do believe, it, for extra added security or peace of mind, you can hold okay. down the power button okay. to cycle okay. out any extra little bits of woo that you've got in there. Okay. Fair enough. And okay. hold that down for five seconds. Uh huh. Then, after you finished off your cup of tea right. and your biscuits, right? How
1: many biscuits do you recommend? Button. Is this like a one-biscuit job, or do you need like two or three biscuits?
0: What's the optimal number of biscuits? I'd get a a whole whole pack pack because because you may be there for some time, and (sighs) there may be some frustration. So it may be two cycles or just one cycle. I hear what you're saying. I, I, I
2: follow you 100%, but my question is this. What if your console is taking an unusually long amount of time to download this update? What do you do?
0: Um, you call your internet service provider, I believe, and uh-huh. you say, why is my internet so slow? Oh, or okay. Okay. That's you kick the rest of the children off in the house uh-huh. and unplug every other Xbox in the house so they don't get access. And you have to take the to power cords. Is
2: will just plug it right back Oh, in? yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, See, you're making this harder than to be. You lock into your router. You go down the Wi-Fi list and you boot every device off that's not yours if you're on Wi-Fi. And if you're plugged in, then you just turn off the Wi-Fi of the router download is finished
2: okay the but what if yours problem what solved if you've hacked into the router's neighbor and you're using his then what
1: well if your router has a neighbor you should use the router that's not the router's neighbor <laughs> yeah
0: you mean your neighbor's router that's what i said what did no, i you what? said the other one did other I, way I really went. Oh. You said I'll leave it okay. in the podcast so you can hear it. You said router's neighbor. I did say router's neighbor? <laughs> yeah. okay. If you
1: have neighboring set up on your router, turn that off first. You don't need two. Just one router is sufficient.
2: I mean, one, that's what I meant. Yeah, if, you, if
1: you're if you router's neighbor. <laughs> one pack of biscuits, one router, that's all you need. He and said one, two packs. One, 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 Well, he said one pack and at least one full cup of tea. Although, like you said brew a whole kettle, you're going to need probably more than one cup.
2: Oh, actually, there's an important detail. Two important details, in fact. Number one, what kind of tea and what brand of biscuits? Because it matters because biscuits have different levels of solubility, it's, right? So what it's, kind of biscuits have the best solubility to taste the ratio?
0: It's, it's entirely up to you. I would probably go with an Earl Grey and probably a digestive biscuit. Okay. Or maybe something with a bit of chocolate on it. A, a chocolate digestive, not, so you get a little bit bad. of melted chocolate in there. I, I, I'm quite sad now because I've just f- finished reading while you guys were talking to see what the le- last bit of that um, maintenance update cycle stuff is. Uh-huh. Guess what? Destiny One's going to be down for back end maintenance. Well, what's that about? I wanted to play Destiny One while Destiny Two was updating. We Destiny One won- up. was
1: down yesterday for back end
0: maintenance. I oh, know. Anyway, We're fixing so apparently during the same window, they're going to be conducting back-end maintenance for Destiny 1. And for live updates during this deployment window, players should follow at BungieHelp on Twitter or monitor our support feed at help.bungie.net. But really just look at the Twitter because it's the easiest place to get your information.
1: But don't, don't rant on Twitter. You so, can't rant on Twitter. That's the whole
2: point of the character limit. Crazy face. You could probably find a way. You can yeah, rant I to just information Multiple
0: posts, one after another. <laughs> ah, I Clarity, love me. Clarity, which one do you want to take? Do you want to take Crown of Sora Raid first? that one? The next bit.
2: I think I should do Living in Infamy, just because the name is relatable.
1: Sounds good. Okay. Crown we'll of Raid World First. Blah, blah, blah. So, last week at Bungie, we promised we'd share more information about how players can make sure they're at the starting line for the Crown of Sora Raid, at 4 p.m. PST, <clears throat> at 4 p.m. PDT on Tuesday, June 4th. So, 4 p.m. in Pacific time, is 7 p.m. Eastern time, and it is midnight in the UK, and it is sometime on Wednesday for the Aussies. And if you're on Mars, a.m. if mm-hmm. you're on Mars, then, well, it's going to be even later for you, but you're Cabal, we don't care about you. So here's what you need to know. As called out last week, players must complete... Players <laughs> must complete the Players day one quest. Must complete the day one quest. The
2: day one quest
1: for season of opulence. For
2: season of opulence.
1: In order to access,
2: so that you can access
1: the Crown of Sora raid, the new raid. Once it unlocks at, as soon as it unlocks at 4 p.m. Pacific
0: or 7 p.m. Eastern.
1: Mid- midnight in midnight the uk
0: and 9 a.m in sydney
1: now australia. in sydney australia it's not june 4th don't be confused everybody who's not in australia it's still june 4th for you if you're in the future it'll be june 5th but for everybody else it's june 4th june 4th so w- once you've completed your your day one quest
0: day one quest what's, what, what's the quest called? It's the,
1: day, it's the day one quest for the season of opulence in order to access the crown of raid once it unlocks at 4 p.m. Pacific. Or 7
0: Eastern. In, in, the next, in the next sentence, what does it say?
1: It says, in game, this quest will be granted to players as an Imperial Summons and will conclude as the Invitation. So we're going to pick up a Summons and then we're getting our Invitation, which seems wrong, but hey, we get our Summons, we go see a guy, he invites us to something Presumably we are SVP, we add our plus1 or plus three to it. As we complete the quest, we will be awarded rare gear that will bring them up to 690 power. So if you're not 700, this will put you really close to 700. So we'd also like to remind the world's first contenders the players who's joined in progress during the Crown of Sorrow raid. First encounter will spawn in dead outside the encounter space. To mitigate this issue, all fire team members must join up in orbit prior to launching the Crown of Sorrow raid activity. So bring your team with you when the guy inevitably has to leave and deal with his kids or his dogs or he ran out of pot or whatever. Or over water machete. Exactly. You're gonna need to bring your whole team. Just like a fancy restaurant, they will not seat your entire party until your entire party's there. Bring your entire party, meet up in orbit, then go into the raid. And now all we right. go right to respawn for Living in Infamy, as he is an expert in all things infamy.
2: Woohoo! Wait, what? Um. So, living in infamy. There's a really big section here, which basically means don't hang on to your gambit bounties. That's it.
0: From season of drifter.
2: No, no, that's it. No, just don't do it. Okay. Right. Because if you hang on to them from this season, you take them to next season. The gear you get is going to be maxed out at 700, and as a negative, it's going to limit you from leveling up in your gambit. Rank, rank up, gamut rank, right? So don't do it. Use them now. There's no point to keeping them. And actually, you're hurting yourself if you keep them because you won't be able to level up as fast if you just got rid of them now as opposed to getting new ones when it, uh, when it starts the new season.
1: And don't hurt yourself.
2: Yeah, right? And that's it. That, that's all this big section had to say. So news and information. You've missed out a whole bit. Because it's, no, I didn't. This, That's is what the the reveal, says.
1: this is the reveal that he wouldn't let me talk about. <clears throat> tune in for the reveal of the next chapter of Destiny 2. Now, people don't get confused. This is the reveal for the next chapter of Destiny 2. This is going to be Thursday, June that 6th. That
2: has nothing to do with living in infamy. That's a completely different thing. It should have its own topic.
1: Once we've lived in infamy, we're going to tune in for the reveal of the next chapter of Destiny 2, Thursday, June 6th, at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. 6 p.m. U.K. time, and again, sometime Friday, June 7th for the Aussies, 9 a.m. or so, (laughs) whatever it is. Sorry, there's only so many times I I can hold my head.
0: I believe it would be 3 a.m. for Sydney time.
1: So I don't think they'll be tuning in, but that's why we have Twitch and recorded things for.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So we're going to see, you know, I I definitely feel like we were teased this week and they gave us some information. But again, you know, we're going to see the future. We're going to see what people are going to come back for, what they're not going to come back for on Thursday after the release. Either once people have gotten through the raid or we're still all going around going, all right, who's going who's to finish this raid first? Uh, anyone? Anyone? Bueller?
2: I'm going to try. <laughs> it starts on Tuesday. I'm off Tuesday. So I'm going to
0: try. Yeah. At least a little uh, bit. Uh, but again, you're not off Wednesday. We, we've gone through this. I'm,
1: I'm going to need that co-stream information. I'm going to need to be able to scream at your teammates in the raid. I need, well, I need you, this you in my life. You
2: could potentially be one of the teammates I can be yelling at.
1: I could potentially be, though I'm not off Tuesday. So maybe after uh, work on Tuesday. But I, unfortunately, I, some of us have to work and make money somehow.
2: What are you talking they about? Can't
1: ju- they can't just go fly around. The, the first Elon part of this podcast was,
2: was you listening to what I do for a living.
0: <laughs>
1: what kind and, of we said, and we said operators were standing by. And then you <sighs> muted us. We had no more operators. Ruining the joke. Way to well, go. That,
2: that's because the 911 call came in. And you're not allowed to hear that kind
0: of stuff. So, okay. Yeah. So should we move on to news and information for the week? Which is a little bit of a roundup of news from the Twitters, the Reddits, and the forums. What, so we Mark have win? Cosmo. Cosmo! Yeah. Cosmo says on... Woo! Cosmo says... Six, six <laughs> tips on
1: how to make a man want you more. Wait, no, sorry, wrong Cosmo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ten best ways to because keep a man.
1: Four best teas <laughs> to drink with your crisps.
2: <laughs> best lipstick to wear on a first date.
0: No, I'm not going to read this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit in the corner and soak. Don't threaten me with a good are you time. Two,
2: what have you? one no, you two? Can this take is this? what I felt like when you kept ding, ding, dinging me. Yeah, remember that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well I can just shut up, can't I? Yeah, you I can thinking, shut up.
1: I was thinking about that while we were playing uh Gambit the other day with with you and Andy and
0: Oh my Lisa god, when it drifted
1: I'm traumatized were like, now.
2: Ding, ding, ding. I'm actually like, traumatized now. I hate it when he does
1: that. <laughs> I hate that noise it, it, now. It didn't help the respawn kept getting killed and the Titan had to keep picking up his dead body on the on the battlefield 'cause he would trip over a rock or see a shiny stone, and they get shot in the face. It was really tragic.
2: Wow, it's really funny that that, 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 that hunter that kept getting killed also had the most kills, the most moats dropped, the most boss damage, and the most guardian kills. Wow, yeah, it's I almost know. like I was the only one doing anything on the freaking team!
1: Yeah, I know you dropped the most moats. That's what I was saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, we finished there. Can I continue? Uh, sure. You can. Can we continue?
1: Bring in the children.
0: Right? Because I you keep a
2: man if you've got kids?
0: If using programs such as Xpada for accessibility purposes will get you banned, as long as you're not seeking an unnatural advantage over your opponents or trying to circumvent idle detection, what you the will be hell fine. Is that? I don't know. Something, obviously, on PC. So there's a Reddit post for that, if you want to look at that or contribute to that. He also says over on Twitter that the... I want to say merengue, but I, I keep... <laughs> Every time it was written down, I was like, the Meringue. No, no, it's not the Meringue. Um, The Menagerie.
1: No, it's Meringue. It's pie. It's delicious. We're going to all jump Mm -hmm. into a big pie. It's a vault full of pie. It's Mm going to be amazing. Um, We're going to love
0: it. The Meringue. The Meringue is launched.
2: Everything around him is covered in grape jam, so you're not too far off. Anyway.
0: The Menagerie is launched from the director. Also, they have plans for Crucible later this year. They did say that, I think, in the did last week's 12. Not sure if they I'm did. believe they did. They did. Uh, the in the Twitter. We talked it's about, about it. the same time
1: they, they talked about Trials. They said, we're, you know, we're going to have a discussion about Crucible. We're going to bring it back. We're going to
0: make it better. We're
1: going to make Crucible Again, they've amazing. had to
0: reiterate this on Twitter mm-hmm. to somebody's question, I guess. So they hope to share more information with us in the summer regarding Crucible changes. The Bright Engrams will be the best of year one items. So oh, no. all of the new items will be available for direct purchase. For silver or bright dust. And we don't know as yet how much bright dust
2: comparable to silver it's going
0: to be. That was a Twitter post. And then DMG also has responded over on Reddit on the skull of Diram Kara. And how it will play out in Seasons of Opulence. So he says, from experiences in play tests. You need to rely on teammates making orbs a bit more than having an all-in-one super steamroll machine. I'm very sad about
1: that. It was wonderful just to throw four Nova Bombs in a row, so...
0: yeah, You do have have a couple more days as of recording this. We have a couple more days to play around with what we love now before we say goodbye. But then we also get to say hello to a couple of returning Destiny 1 exotics and i'm Not. sure that respawn would love to chime in on some of these especially the first one ah. that we're going to be talking about which is the kepri sting the exotic hunter gauntlets are returning They're seen in the um i believe it was the trailer they were seen in for season of opulence right and the exotic perk for the gauntlets was touch of venom so in destiny 1 you could gain visibility after crouching in place for a short time and it was three roughly seconds. 3 seconds yep and melee attacking an enemy from behind while invisible delivers a four times damage. So you could literally one shot melee a guardian from behind in the crucible. Mm. You'd love that. There you go. See you got a bit of your OPness here. Yeah. I, I saw Dustin from please put a link up to him, like one shotting a I think it was a hammer titan in crucible with that. Yeah. Did he? Melee attacks also apply a lingering damage effect. It's very similar to Thorn. You'll see the damage tick. And you could basically wear these on any subclass. So any subclass that we've got going now, if this is still going to be the case in Destiny 2, can you just imagine those invisible gold gunners running around? Oh, I'm just going to crouch for a couple of seconds. Pop my super. There we go. Actually, I think it's the other way around. You'll have to pop your super first, then crouch, because if you pop your super afterwards, it takes you out of your invisibility. They'll
2: probably be doing more void, though. Because one of the void subclasses increases uh, the amount you can stay invisible. So
0: there's that. Yeah, and I, th- I believe that was the same with the blade dancer on Destiny One. You could, where you could pick certain elements of your super, you could tune it to make your super last or make okay. the capri sting last longer and be invisible longer. Yes. So this is going to be a really interesting one to be playing with yep. if it does return in the same state that it was for Destiny One. Um, and I will link the original Destiny Kepri Sting Gauntlet review by Planet Destiny. Actually, in no, shows. I think I lied.
2: I think, uh, I think in Destiny 2, it's an exotic that increases the amount of time you can stay invisible.
0: Yeah. The, I think um, I did get
2: confused with D1 there for a
0: second. No, but yeah, I know what you mean, Destiny 1. Yeah. Also, as as detailed in the, in the um, roadmap by Parody earlier, the exotic rocket launcher is returning. And the perks with this made the weapon really powerful. They had the prototype Truth seeker, so rounds fired from this weapon seek their targets aggressively. And it also had the grenades and horseshoes, so rockets from this weapon would detonate early based on proximity to target. And it was a void damage weapon. And I'm going to link two videos with this. There's the Mr. Fruit 60-second review from Destiny 1 on the rocket launcher. And Cheese Forever put out a video the other day basically going... This is why we were excited about the truth. And he'd gone back to Destiny 1 and he was in old Russia at one of the um, patrol points. And he was on one side of the map and found a shank on the other side of the map, showed you the tracking on this shank, then flicked the rocket launcher straight up like 90 degrees in the air, fired the rocket, and then you saw this rocket just go flying up in the air, curve (laughs) in midair and fall straight down on this shank that was miles away. In the um, background, and yeah, that's what truth did. It was really aggressive for its tracking. So, I'll link those two videos. Also, there is the Astrocyte Verse for the Warlock, and this is an exotic um, warlock helmet that you had in Destiny One. And with that, you had a perk of move to survive, which temporarily increased your recovery on Blink. So, there was a trick to this, you couldn't literally be damaged and then blink you had to kind of wait a couple of seconds for or your recovery to kick in to go to the red portion and then if you blinked your um your recovery would exponentially increase really fast to like full health really quickly so if the, i think the one thing that you'd want from this exotic is if you were to be damaged and then you blinked, that that recovery would kick in straight away, very similar to how the one-eyed mask works and things like that. So I th- I'm hoping that they would change this slightly. It may turn the Warlocks' blink into an OP move, but...
2: Oh, oh, you want to talk about the, Hold on a
0: second. You were saying...
2: No, Let's no, you were the saying next this. exotic right Hang here.
0: Hang on a second. Hang on. Hang on a second. Before we go into yeah. the next exotic, we, we were talking... We were talking about this a couple of weeks ago, weren't we? We were saying that it'd be nice for all the classes to have this um, quick um, recovery yeah. or protection yeah. on... The, you, that's what you were saying. You said, you yeah. know, there's one for the hunter, there's one for the, the Titan, there isn't yeah. one for the warlock. So this is the one for the warlock now. Yeah, but you you do yeah. you do have to use it on the void Walker and you have to have blink on. Yeah. Although if they do change it, it might be something that you could use blink on... Um A sun singer. I don't know. Do we actually get it in our hands? On
2: the, on the, on the exotic itself.
0: Yeah, maybe it's tied into that.
2: <clears throat> so, speaking of OP, right? For those few characters out there that can survive a Titan one shot, your days not are not anymore. Yep. Well, once again, proving my theory, nay, the fact that everybody in Bungie development plays a freaking Titan.
0: Continue, demon. Okay, so I will link the Planet Destiny original Destiny... <laughs> the original Destiny 1 astro- astro-type verse exotic helmet review, if anybody wants to go and look at that.
2: Yeah, nobody, also, wants, nobody cares. Talk, talk about the next exotic. Go ahead,
0: go. Do it. The next exotic, yeah, I will link a Professor Broman mm-hmm. Destiny 1 video on oh, the yeah. Peregrine Greaves the exotic boots.
2: Here it is. So it is. Tell them
0: what it does. So these boots have... They did have kind of two perks in Destiny 1, mm-hmm. um, and they are listed as Peregrine Strike, and I th- believe this is the exotic perk on the, the boots. So, Shoulder Charge deals bonus damage when activated in air. Oh, so all you have.
2: So, the one-shot so ha- just got even stronger. <gasps> so, those of did. you that have 10 armor or more and barely survive a Titan one-shot, yeah, not anymore
0: death from above yeah they had a second perk where if you got an arc double down or double kill it increased the agility for five seconds after the double kill so that paired with the peregrine strike was pretty good at one shot and getaway kind of thing because you could hit somebody if they were close to somebody else and the arc effect would kill the or damage the next person and then you'd be able to one-punch them as well, so you'd be able to get a double kill, and then you'd be able to run away afterwards. Really good fun. And um, you don't have any more to say on that, do you, Respawn?
2: I do. <laughs> I do. How can you guys not say that this is overpowered? I know you're Titan mains, right? But be objective for just a second. How can you not see that there is a gross imbalance in the three classes in this game?
1: You're just playing the wrong class, that's all. But no, you're, no. you're not wrong. I mean, the, tit- the Titans, they're making you know, tinkier and bringing some of these things back.
2: But no, this is this is absolutely ridiculous. Titans just keep getting more and more stuff to make them even deadlier, which is the exact opposite of their name. If you're going to make Titans one shot, take away all their extra health and armor. You've made them too powerful, Bungie. You got to have got to keep balance. the six
1: fronts safe for all the hunters that are cowering in the city, you know, that need need the protection of the Titans to keep Look, the six no, fronts safe. No, no,
2: listen. I understand you want to make a joke out of this, but this is serious. There are three classes in the game. Two of which are unplayable in the Crucible with all these Titans running around one-shotting people.
0: No, that's all a fallacy. It's I, not a fallacy. Our friend the Booker Man says to tell you otherwise.
2: Your your friend the Booker Man obviously is a Titan main.
0: And I believe he plays something else. I'm not telling you. Yeah,
2: whatever.
0: He's, point, he's not a Titan. Yeah.
2: The point is, is 50, despite, the, despite the opinion of one person, everybody out here can decide for yourselves. But you, at some point in time, you have to admit that Titans were severely. You and the other people
0: that you've managed to coerce, no less, no less. We know it's you. He's coerced. Just so you you don't agree with him when you're in a party, just tell him that he's wrong.
2: No, I didn't. First of all, they brought it up, not me. Second of all,
0: they just—they're just just making conversation with you. They just wanted to get you on the round. This is a
2: fact, dude. You can't have a tank that can also one shot because that is that is the role of the hunter. It's supposedly DPS and damage. That's been taken away. We well, when you say tank anymore. to me,
0: when you say tank to me, you, it means that something that's got a lot of armor and uh-huh. it has one shot and it kills you with the one shot. Okay, that's Okay, then, then
2: why have the other two subclasses then? What's their point? Because hunter was supposed to be all the damage. Titan was supposed to be all the defense. And the warlock was supposed to be somewhere in the middle.
0: Hunter can bounce around the map and avoid the titans. They can jump over the top not of the titans the quicker they than the titan can because look because up. that
2: damn melee that you do tracks.
0: No. The hell it doesn't. You can jump doesn't. over me. The hell it doesn't. Me, yeah, and you can punch jump up. me, shotgun yeah. me. You can slide shotgun me quicker than I can look. At, you know. No, I tried you are. that.
2: I've tried that. Most of the you time i hit a with hunting. a shotgun. They have oh, a silver of and they still... You need to go
0: back to hunter school, my friend. Dude. You listen. are the worst hunter in the world. The, listen, hunter I, right?
1: the hunters listen. I've run into in the Crucible are far better than the titans I've run into in the
0: Crucible. Yeah.
2: It's not a matter of how good I am, because I still kill the titans if I see them first. The problem is, if they turn a corner, I've got no defense against it. They can one-shot me. There's no, there's no engagement there. There's stop, no back and forth. There's just corners. the titan one-shot. You're making jokes out of something that I think we
0: need think one of thing those thing. musical
2: baits. Hit it. In PvP, they should not be able to one-shot everything.
0: So shall we move on? We still love you, Respawn, we still play with you, and we wouldn't hurt you. Lies. No, that don't. Don't tell him those lies. <laughs> so Going along with these new weapons and armor and returning exotics, cool guy has done a good video where he goes over the returning exotics and points out interesting combinations with the new um, weapons and perks like pairing Kepri sting with a shotgun with the one-two punch might be some interesting combinations there he also goes over he also covers some of the new weapons which look to be reskins of old destiny one weapons that we loved like parents fire uh, which was the fusion rifle from destiny one, the LDR 5001 sniper rifle, a uh, party crasher slash Matador 64 lookalike and the IS Luna style handgun that's been bejeweled. And then what looks like to be ornaments for Drang and the Mida mini tool. But as we discussed earlier from what respawn was pointing out that they, they could be possibly n- reworked versions of those um, guns. So I will link cool guys video for season of opulence gear breakdown last little bit we're on the home stretch now guys you don't have to listen to us for much longer but we have a few more tips and tricks videos um i don't know if you guys saw this in the last couple of weeks and i forgot to put it in last week's um, podcast but cheese forever pointed out i think it was pointed out to him that there was uh, in season six exotic ghost shells that can drop and roll with double perks like for example you can get Two Speed Demon perks on one Ghost shell, and if you've had a Season Six exotic ghost to drop, you can repull it out of your collections, and then you can fiddle around with the Bungie app and change the um, perks on the on the um, ghost. Have you guys seen this at all? No, but uh, have they confirmed if the perks actually stack or not?
2: They, uh, they stack. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. been confirmed. Yeah. I've done it. They, they do stack. So um, if you have a sparrow that already summons quickly and then you have two speed demons, it's blindingly fast you get your sparrow back. It's great for the, uh, for the uh, what, what did we call it? Just the sparrow race with, uh, with encouragement.
0: <laughs> with extreme <laughs> yeah.
2: encouragement. Yeah, it's really great for that.
0: I think the idea is if you get uh, one of these, the season six, you've got exotic ghost shells to drop. Um, and there's only like three of them that this works on. If you get a perk, say speed demon as one of the perks and the other perk is, uh, an elemental,
2: um, attunement.
0: Yeah. An elemental attunement. You can then go into the bungee app. As long as you're not online on, that, you go into the bungee app, you can actually go into your inventory and swap that perk over for another speed demon perk. So you could literally have two speed demons on that one ghost. Mm-hmm. um, so you can play about with it, but I will link the video for Cheese Forever. He explains it a little bit more in detail and, and better than I am. Also, we have Sweaticles has a video out which he gives a few last-minute tips and tricks for the world's first race for Crown of Sorrow. And he goes over mods and armor to look out for. So very much like we pointed out last week with the um, Callus gear from year one, where you can get specific perks or mods um, to slot in on say the arms to, to do more damage if you melee and things like that he goes over it in a bit more detail of what to look out for in resist mods as well because with resist mods that you can get from reckoning you can then put that into other gear and that will help you you can do i think do more damage against bosses um, and you can also put these on some of the weapons as well i believe so He's He's got two videos. He's got the Day 1 Raid Tips video and he's got an Easy Resist Mod Farming video, which we will link in the show notes. Then Fallout and Kami Cakes have both put out very similar videos, and I will link both of those in the show notes, of going over their best and favourite weapons and loadouts to use for PvP going forward in Seasonal Opulence. Now Fallout Plays has done his video in response to Kami Cakes because Kami Cakes has done, did his first. But where he's mainly based on PC, he's done a lot of the weapons and loadouts mainly for PC players. And Fallout has taken the view of here's his video, he's going to do it for the console players. So whether you play on console, you've got Kami Cakes. If you play on, um, sorry, if you play on PC, you've got Kami Cakes. And if you play out on console, you've got the Fallout video. Um, Really interesting video for not what you'd think of some of the weapons anyway that he'd pick and some of the loadouts for subclasses but worth a watch anyway also with the hint of the fusion rifles becoming buffed in season of opulence we thought we'd highlight a video from unknown and he's made an errantil god roll guide and how to use fusion rifles effectively in pvp it goes over basic tips that a lot of people do know but if you not 100 percent, you know or you've come into destiny late and you're, you haven't seen any other kind of videos on how to use the the fusion rifles effectively and their ranges and the perks for the um, Errantel, then this is a good video for you guys to watch. And then finally, the weapon focus for this week, Deicide has got a God Roll Duke um, 44 hand cannon video that we think you should check out. And he goes over what roles you should be looking for in creating a God Roll. And although it's um, a low fire rate, I think it's a 110, these ones may come to fruition in the Season of Opulence. You've got the Probina D, I I believe it is, and the Criminal's Dagger, which are also in the same archetype. So you don't necessarily have to stick to the Duke, I believe. But because the Duke drops a, a lot more frequently, it may be something that you could get Rampage and Kill Clip and things on. And he goes over the roles that you should be looking out for in his video. And um, I think that's it, guys. That was a really speedy end to the show. Yeah, we've
1: covered the content. We've beaten horses to death.
0: If you want to call it that, yeah.
1: Respawn would like to talk for 45 more minutes about the Titans and the Crucible. We we will do a special Titan and Crucible Respawn rant. It'll be like four hours long. (laughs)
0: Because while he's not wrong, he has lots to say on the topic. Lots and lots and lots. And we are recording this podcast early. You know, we, the 12s the only came out like a couple of hours ago. Mm-hmm. So it was only a, a quick one for us to go through, but we thought we'd try and get it out earlier in the week for people to listen to before season of opulence goes live on 4th of June
1: or the 5th of June um, in Australia.
0: Or the 5th of June in Australia. Just so that you can listen to our lovely sultry voices. Oh no, actually while, while Destiny's down, you can listen to it. Yeah,
1: well, it doesn't listen to this while you're, while you're, you know, going through your troubleshooting steps, you're drinking your tea, you're eating your biscuits, while you're waiting for your download to happen, because everyone's going to download at the same time, and we're all going to be sitting around waiting, going, okay, waiting for the bits to hit the, hit the consoles. Every bit counts. Ha!
0: You see what I did there?
2: You see what I did there? Ha
0: ha ha ha! Have you got a really good outro to us for this this week parody?
1: I'm not sure if it's really good. I'm not sure if it's any good. I'm not sure about anything anymore, but thank you for joining us. Your Titans have this week have been parody and night demon. We've been one shotting hunters in the crucible. Your hunter is no one response in real life who wishes just wishes to have a little more armor or the ability to run a little bit faster. You can email the show and tell us all about your hunter thoughts at two Titans and a hunter at You can hit us up on Twitter at two Titans underscore Hunter, which really that's where the hunters should be under the Titans. We're also on Facebook. We're also on YouTube. You can join the Frozen Clan at join.frozen.party. That's frozen with a zero. If you enjoy sandwiches, if you enjoy raiding, if you enjoy having things explained to you in luscious British voices, come join the Clan. You can find your favorite Guardians on Xbox Live. You can watch the show on YouTube, listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere fine podcasts are sold. I leave you dancing the dance of my people from dust till dawn. Say goodbye, Purples. Deuces.
2: That <laughs> was unexpected. I was wondering what what's the long pause. Love it. <laughs> right.
1: My name's Reesbone and I'm a hunter. I can't beat the Titans in PvP.
0: Wah, wah, wah.